Well, good morning and welcome to today's broadcast. Uh, Today is November 5th and we still don't know which way our country is going to lean uh, as far as the presidential election. However, I do know which way I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome to today's broadcast where you're listening to Spiritual Awareness with Pastor Davenport. And I would like to begin today by thanking each and every one of you for allowing me this time to come into your home uh, and, and for the love and the support and the letters that are pouring in of support for, for spiritual awareness. Uh, uh, as we as you stay connected right now during this uh, this time of uncertainty and this time uh, that we have together, uh, as many, many, many churches are closed up due to the pandemic, I welcome you to come and, and be a part of spiritual awareness where we where we get together and as a prayer ministry where we can get together and and pray for the salvation of the lost souls. Uh, so many, many people, because they are barred from going to church and, and worshiping and praising our Lord, have tuned in to spiritual awareness to find that connection with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And we welcome you together. We will we'll find that spiritual connection, that spiritual awakening through Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you've, you've come to that we can come and, and, and take that moment to, to reconnect with you, Lord. That time, that moment that we can, we can humble ourselves before you. To take that moment to, to repent of our sins. To say to you, Lord God, we are your children. You are our Heavenly Father and we need this time, Lord, to meditate upon you for the love of Christ, for that blood of Jesus that, that, that just flows over each and every one of us. To slow down, to slow down and take that time to meditate and feel that peace and let the world go by. And just take a breath and feel your love upon us once again. We thank you, Lord God, for the many, many, many blessings that you bestow upon us. This world is rotating so fast, so rapidly, that many times we forget to take that time to count those blessings and to say to you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for for putting yourself in our stead to pay that, that price that we could never pay for our salvation. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for this time that we can take this moment and, and, and come and worship you to pray each day that 11 o'clock prayer to ask you, Lord, to intercede upon our behalf in this country and in this world for the lost souls and to prepare us for your coming. 
be with us today as we as we delve into your word. Give us that Holy Spirit, that comforter to, to guide us through your word and give us the understanding, O Lord God, of your knowledge of your word. We ask these things today in Jesus' mighty name. And I pray everyone in the world that is listening today would shout amen and amen. Glory to God. Welcome to the broadcast today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I guess I got my dates messed up. Today is actually the 8th of November, and it's my birthday. I'm old today. I'm officially 71 years old today, or young, I guess I, I should say that. I'm officially 71 years young today. Praise be to God. Uh, most people didn't think I'd make it past 16, but <laughs> praise the Lord. I want to say to you today that if you have your Bibles, uh, and you should, would you turn, please, to the book of Judges, the book of Judges, chapter 3, verse 31, as we talk this morning about Shamar, the farmer, Shamar, the farmer. Judges, uh, chapter 3, verse 31. Now, this, one, uh, this is one of those verses that really gets read over, and, it, and it's, not, it's not too memorable of, 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 a, of a verse. You see... Shamgar is not a household name that anyone would really remember, but he did have a massive impact in the nation of Israel. And I'd like to talk to you today for a few moments on the subject of these three success secrets of Shamgar. Let's read that together. And after him was Shamgar, the son of Anath, which slew of the Philistine... 600 men with an ox goad, and he also delivered Israel. Now, this took place some 3,000 years ago, and Shamgar was a farmer. But he saved the entire nation of Israel with this thing called an ox goad, and I'm sure many of you don't know what that is. An ox goad is a wooden stick or a wooden pole with a sharp steel point on one end of it, which was used to motivate uh, oxen when they became stubborn and didn't want to plow the fields any longer. Kind of wish I had had one of those when my two boys were young, uh, growing up. Kind of poke them along and motivate them. <laughs> Glory to God. Spare the rod, you spoil the child, amen? You see, and, and he took this farm tool this weed-eating thing, and he made it into a weapon of, of sorts. A farmer with a farm tool, the Bible says, and he slew, and he slew 600 Philistines, saving his nation. Glory to God. See, it would have been equivalent of one man with a sharpened broom handle killing 600 ISIS terrorists. He had it and he saw his nation was under threat. He saw that his family was being taken and something came over him. So he, he against incredible odds, 600 to 1 odds, he just was one man. One man. Now, I don't know what kind of a storm 
has you. I don't know may, may, what, what may be against you this morning, physically or financially. I don't know what kind of storm has come or is trying to come against you in your life this morning. And you may feel overwhelmed right now. But I want you to try to imagine 600 to 1 odds and yet the word of God declares in Mark's chapter 9, with God, all things are possible if you will just let God do what God does best. Amen? Jesus said, storm be calm, and the storm ceased instantly. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus will do the same right now for you, right now in your life. If you'll let God be God. Hallelujah. So I want to give you this morning the three secrets of Shamgar. One, number one, he started where he was. Say that with me. He started where he was. He started where he was. And he was not at some big university. He was not rich and powerful. He was not influential. No big doors were going to open for Shamgar. Shamgar was a farmer like many of us. Shamgar was just plain old folk. He was common folk. He was blue-collar worker. He was not someone who was, was powerful and wealthy or famous or popular. He was a farmer. He had to start right where he was. And let me tell you something this morning. Listen up. If you wait too long to decide what you're going to do with your life, you'll find out you've already done it. You have to start where you are. Big doors swing on little teeny hinges. Remember that. The Bible says in Jeremiah 4, despise not the day of small beginnings. So many people say, <laughs> Just when I get that big break, when that one big door begins to open for me, they wait and they wait and life passes them by. I used to tell my kids, shoot for the stars and if you hit the street light, you're at least 60 feet above the ground where you started from. You see, you got to learn to start where you are. It's a good place to start from. Noah didn't wait to build the ark. The person that is too big to do little things is too little to, be, to do big things. So you start where you are. That's number one. People are always telling me, I wish things could be different. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. I wish I knew this person or that person. I wish I had some, someone else. I wish I had something that somebody else had. You sit around and you wish all you want till the, the cows come home. Or you can start right where you are and do something now to accomplish something. A positive day is a productive day. No matter what age you are, no matter what age we are right now, we need to accomplish something at the end of every single day. To say, Lord, today was a good day. I took what you gave me and I made a positive out of that negative. I accomplished something 
It had been a productive day. I live by one motto. You can never get today back. Each day we live must be a productive day because on Jesus's calendar, he will ask you, what did you do on this day? Were you productive or unproductive with the life that I gave you? What will your answer be? You see, we need to start where we are. Not, well, pastor, I'm waiting to get that one big break. The Bible says a man or a woman's gifts make you make room for him or her. See, your gift, your talent, your passion, your enthusiasm, that is what will put you before important people. Your gifts. Listen to me, church. Your gifts will open those doors for you. Your start, if you start right where you are, not if things were different, not if I only had this or if I only had that. Where are you? Secondly, use what you've got. Shamgar's resources were limited. I'm not somewhere somewhere powerful. I'm not influential. I'm not uh, I'm just a simple farmer. The enemy is invading. Are you listening? The enemy was invading. I'm going to use what I've got. I I may have limited resources. We we like Shamgar are limited cuz we live in a rural area. Our church doesn't have a band, an orchestra, a great chorus line. Our church doesn't have painted cathedrals, golden statues. We, ju we use just what we have. A 71-year-old beginner piano player who is just learning to play, a choir who tries their best, and four pastors that give their all to serve this congregation. That's what we have. And that's what we're starting with. All he had was an ox goad. A long stick with a sharp point. That was all he had. No M1 tanks, no Black Hawk helicopters. That's what I would need if God told me to go fight 600 ISIS terrorists. Soldiers with where, where the Black Hawk, where's the Black Hawks, Lord? No M16s, no 50 calibers, no Navy SEALs. Shamgar, Shamgar's resources were limited. If I had more resources, Pastor, if I had somebody who would really believe in me, if I had that, what somebody else has, then I'd really do something for God. But God has given you an ox goad. God gave you talent. God has given you an ability. God has given you passion. God hath put something in your hand. Moses said, nothing but a stick, Lord. That's all I've got. And God said, throw that stick on the ground in front of Pharaoh. And when he did, it turned into a serpent and it swallowed up Pharaoh's two other serpents. And when Moses held the stick up in front of the Red Sea, it parted the Red Sea. And Israel walked to freedom through the parted Red Sea on dry land. You must start where you are. And you must use what you've got. The miracle is not what you don't have. The miracle is what you do have in your hand. Use what you've got. An ox goad. Something that everybody else would have overlooked and said, he hasn't anything to fight with. He's going to die. But he took what he had. He used what he had. 
He didn't sit and whine, oh, woe is me, I'm going to die. He fought the good fight. He used what he got from God, hallelujah. So we start where we are today. Use what you have and trust in God. Someone, uh, a given, someone here today, wherever you're sitting in the sound of my voice, give God a clapping praise this morning. Come on, please, someone shout amen out there. Someone is receiving an ox code this morning. Be brave enough to walk up to that boss and say, hey, I've been here for 14 years. I need a raise. Hallelujah. Sit down and hey, what are your assets? Calculate what your assets are. Stop focusing on what you don't have and focus on what you do have. Well, pastor, I'm not good at math. <coughs> Maybe I'm not the smartest cookie. I'm not this. I'm not that. But God has given you something that can win the battle. What's in your hand? I'm going to tell you what God has given every single person within the sound of my voice today. God has given you a dream. Young and old alike, he gave each of us a dream. Now listen, dreams say, dream, say dreams with me. Dreams are good. Dreams motivate us. Dreams energize us. Glory to God. Are you listening? Dreams motivate us. Dreams energize us. Glory to God. They energize us, young and old alike. Dreams motivate us and dreams energize us. Oh, get energized for God today. Get energized and motivated for Jesus. Hallelujah. Listen, church, in all your gettings, get a dream. You said to me, I'd like to go to church. Well, you know what? If you wanted to go to church, there's a way. Call around, find a ride. You could get to church on Sunday. Get a new dream. You're not too old. Many of you never knew when I lived here, I had, a I had the Triple Cross Ranch. I trained horses under what was known as the Triple Cross Ranch method of horsemanship. We were on RFD TV, had clinics to teach people how to train their horses. We trained in Flagstaff at the shows in Chino, at the S Bar J in, 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 in Seligman at the arena, Phoenix in, at, at, at the uh, Scottsdale shows. And many of you didn't know I placed fourth in the state as a bull riding champion. That was riding, not slinging the bull, that was riding bulls. We did quite well. Much of the money that we made paid for this church that's standing here today. It started with a dream. Get a dream. You're never too old. Live the dream and you'll become unstoppable. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody shout amen out there. God is the giver of dreams. God is the giver of dreams. And when God is going to do something in your life, he'll give you a picture first on the inside of where you're going before you ever get there. And he says, live in into that dream. Live into that dream. You say, I'm a shut-in. You don't understand. You may be a shut-in, but God has a dream for you. God has a job for you to do right now. But you got to get that picture in your mind. What does God have for me to do? Start right where you are. Start right where you are and do what God has planned for you to do. <coughs> Excuse me. You see, Sometimes a promise just isn't enough. 
Sometimes we think all we need from God is a promise, but just because God gives you a promise doesn't mean you're going to reach it. God gave them a picture of that promised land when he brought them out of the wilderness. Ten spies came back, said, look at these grapes. They're the size of melons. But sometimes a promise isn't enough. Sometimes you need a picture. You need to see it. That's why Gideon was told to go down into the enemy's camp. Even though God told him he was going to defeat the, the Midianites, <coughs> excuse me, he didn't see himself as a winner. He saw himself in a cave trembling. And the angel of the Lord coming to him, telling him, you're a mighty man of valor. But he didn't see that and God sent him down into the enemy's camp to eavesdrop. Excuse me, I had to turn the fan on. And someone in the tent had a nightmare and he woke up and he said, I saw a piece of bread rolling down and it wiped out our whole army out. And one of them said, what do you, what do you think that is? And he said, I tell you, it was the sword of Gideon guided by God. Now Gideon was listening, and now he has a picture of victory in his mind and in his heart. Now he turns around and he goes back and does what he couldn't do on a promise. But he wouldn't do it. You see, you may need a picture on the inside of where God's taking you. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, the Bible says that Jesus... Uh, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, endured the cross. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a heater on and it's starting to make me cough. Some of you are in a season right now. Some of you are in a season right now where you know where you're going, but you don't know where you are. Where you are. Follow the dream. Follow the dreams that God has put in your heart to see somebody you love saved. All of us, all of us, say that with me. All of us have family members we want to see saved before the rapture, before the coming of the Lord. I don't care what it looks like. You know where you're going. Don't get discouraged by where you are. I like the fact that God is the giver of dreams. He is the God that will change your life. Uh, come on and give him a praising clap this morning, right where you are, listening to the sound of my voice. If you believe it, Give God a clapping praise. Glory to God. Do you know what else you've got? Whew, glory to God. The Spirit is here this morning. Do you know what else you've got? You've got what is called enthusiasm. We forgot about that, didn't we? We've forgotten. With all this election, with all this campaigning, with all the 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 the, the commercials and the lies that people are telling about this candidate and that candidate. That's what we've forgotten. We've forgotten God. We've forgotten the enthusiasm. We've forgotten the anointing of the Holy Ghost. That You're probably not using that. Oh, if I could just win the lottery. Oh, really? Really? Is that your dream? Use what you have now. Don't count on something that may never happen. You're not going to win Publisher Clearinghouse. Come on, really? We have passion. We have enthusiasm. We have the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God. The Shekinah of God. That's what we, you've got. 
Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Somebody say amen out there. Glory to God. Someone give me witness this morning. So why don't you do what, Pastor? Why don't you do all things? Shamgar did. He had it. Shamgar had it. You don't fight 600 warriors if you don't have some passion, if you don't have some enthusiasm to pick up a, a wooden stick with a with with a, po a point on it. So you use what what you've got, church. Your passion determines God's timing. Now follow me here. The woman with the issue of blood, Jesus didn't have her in his agenda that day. He was headed to raise a man's daughter from the dead that day, and she interrupted his schedule because of her passion. Your passion determines God's timing. Let me explain. The Bible says she couldn't uh, she couldn't get to Jesus because the, the, of the press, meaning the crowds were so thick, so tied around Jesus, she couldn't get to Jesus for the multitudes of people. They just wouldn't let her get close enough to Jesus. So she, she, she couldn't squeeze through no matter what she did. But she knew, she knew that she knew she had an, an, in, an anticipation of an expectation that if she could just touch a thread of his garment, she would be healed. Are you listening? She had an expectation that if she touched a thread of his garment, she'd be healed. And as Jesus passed by and she was on her knees trying to squeeze through the many legs just to touch a thread of his garment. And as she did this, kind of going through the legs of the crowd, she was able to barely touch just a thread of the hem of his garment. And Jesus recognized that something had drained something from him. And she said, your passion... Your expectation, uh, your faith uh, hath healed thee by your belief. Your belief hath made you whole. Glory to God. Why do you come here? Why do you listen? Why do you go to church on Sunday? To hear someone lecture for an hour? Or are you coming expecting to see the miracle of God move upon the waters of your soul. Start where you are. Use what you've got. Get the passion back, the enthusiasm, that dream to serve God. Remember, blind Bartimaeus was a beggar. He didn't choose the time of his miracle. His passion did. His enthusiasm did. He received his miracle because of his belief. He waited for Jesus to come by. And, and then he cried out. Remember, he was blind. He couldn't see Jesus coming by, but he could hear. And when the crowds got the loudest, he shouted over the top of the yelling crowd, Oh, son of David! Have mercy upon me. And Jesus said, by your faith, by your faith, by your enthusiasm, by your passion, by your belief, be ye healed. Glory to God. Where is your passion, my friends? Where is your enthusiasm? Where is your anointing of the Holy Spirit? Use what you've got. Get it back. 
David slew Goliath with three stones in a sling. He used what he had at his fingertips. Use what you've got. God's going to bless what you have. And he'll take down the giants that are in your life. Lastly, everyone say to your neighbor, start where you are. Do what you can, and what you can't remember, God can. Nothing, nothing, nothing is impossible to God. God is not wanting you to do what you can't do. God is wanting you to do what you can't. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Well, what, I, what can I do, Pastor? You can pray, glory to God. You can pray. It is impossible to over-exaggerate the importance of prayer. Jesus said in John 14, whatever you ask the Father in my name, I will do it. That's what Jesus said. Have you prayed about it? Are you praying? It's the most powerful thing that we can do. And secondly, focus. Say that with me. Secondly, focus. Get focused. Stay focused. Jesus said, remember Lot's wife? Why? Because she looked back. God does not want us to look back. Stay focused on the straight and the narrow. If you want to see God's blessing you, you in amazing ways, Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, this book of the law that I am holding in my hand, I'm holding my Bible right now, shall not depart from thy mouth, but shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Can you say conversation? Conversation. The next verse says, "You, for you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have a good season. Second thing, meditation. And what that word of, the word of God, 24 hours a day. Every day you have 24 golden boxcars to fill up with your life. With the word of God, the promises of God, and put them in your spirit. 24 golden boxcars of life that will begin to prosper in good success. Success's direction is up to you. Your input will determine your output. Meditate, prayer on them to control the remember what God says will determine what goes into the, your life, into those golden boxcars. I heard that one day. I loved it, the way it said. I believe God is speaking to someone listening to this broadcast today. Re regret, listen to this, regret looks back, worry looks around, but victory, but victory, praise God, always looks up. Noah didn't wait for his ship to come in. He built it. What are you building? Use what you've got. Man is not finished when he's defeated. He's finished when he quits. Tell someone, I won't quit. Tell someone, Close to you. I will not quit. The successful traits of those in the Bible and in life is they conquer the temptation to give up. Especially when it gets tough. Especially when all hell is coming against you. That's when you stand up straight. Just stand up and say, you know something, devil? It's not the final say-so till I say so. And I haven't said so. And it is the final say-so till God says so. And my God never, never, never says so. And my God says, back off, devil. So get thee hence. In Jesus' name.
So I'm going to stand up straight, lift both hands high, and start where I am. I'm going to do what I can, and I, my God will do what I can't do. So the devil will back off. So the devil will back off. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Well, praise the Lord. I hope you enjoyed today's sermon. If you did, please drop me an email at... Uh, at spiritualawareness777 at gmail.com. I'd like to close today with a Psalms reading. It's Psalms 46, 1 through 7. God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore will not we fear. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried in, into the midst of the sea, Though the waters therefore roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, shalom. There is a river in the streams, wherefore shall made glad in the city of God, in the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her that right early. The heathen raged and the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice and earth melted. And the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. John chapter 14, 1 through 6. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Well, praise the Lord. If you can, and I pray that that, that many of you can, um, send in $5, $2, $10, whatever you can spare to help support the ministry. Uh, we are a small ministry, a prayer ministry, each day at 11 o'clock around the world, and we are expanding now to almost 18 countries. If you can help support the ministry, uh, you can send your, uh, you can go to the website, which is um, spiritualawareness.net, all one word, spiritualawareness.net. And we have a place there that you can donate uh, either on PayPal. It's not, you don't have to join PayPal. You can just go to that, donate now, and don't join PayPal. Just put donate now. And we get it that way. Or you can look on the website and it'll show you where you can send your check or money order um, to our address, which is Spiritual Awareness, P.O. Box 11042, Fort Mojave, Arizona, 86427. Uh, we appreciate all donations. Um, there's also a place there you can look at our T-shirts um, that we send out to those that do donate. Uh, just pick out which one you want. Um, 
put in um, and, and just tell us which one you want. And uh, you, once you've made your offering, then we can send it out to you. It takes about two weeks for us to make them up. With that, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Makes his face to shine upon you until he brings us back once again. God bless you all. The Lord loves you and so do we.